0: G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz and this is episode number 50 of the Outback Mine podcast. Appreciate you joining in episode 50 now this has come around pretty quickly it's been a bit over four months and we've uh, been able to manage 50 episodes uh in that time it's been an unbelievable journey i've had some magnificent guests on people men from all walks of life to share their stories of lived experience wisdom tips tricks uh all that you know it's been uh been a nice, uh, nice experience. And geez, I'll tell you what, it's only the beginning. There's some tremendous things to come for this podcast, but for also Outback Mind moving forward. So, really grateful for you being on board and, and hope you can share this with some people out there. Uh, there's lots of uh, good advice, and, and really, my whole vision uh, is to try and create a, a proactive approach to our mental health and be able to give people the tools that they need to, to succeed in life rather than just sort of swim and not get too far so really be grateful if you could uh, get this out to a few of your friends and uh, and help um, help uh, your communities that you're in so now today's uh, particular matter that we're talking about is fatherhood um, now many of you that are listening are, are probably parents or dads uh, or mums uh, but primarily dads so I guess this is this is a conversation that's um there's going to be all around what it's like to be a new father. I know uh, when I sort of first come into to parenthood, I sort of struggled. I would never have a clue. No one taught me at school how to be a parent. Um, and it was just basically, here you go, there's a baby and um, away you go with it. So it was really, really tricky for me as an individual. And uh, and also, you know, being a father as my kids got older and sort of how to navigate my way through that. And I um, Paul Glazer is our guest that's on today. He's recently become a new father, but he's also started an organization called HERO to support other dads uh, through the period of, of becoming a new father so they don't sort of lose track of their health and well being. Um, they've got a really great network and um, I suppose capability to be able to sort of help keep people uh, motivated through this challenging period, which can be, you know uh tricky for some of us as we sort of go into a new venture of being a dad which none of us have probably done before you know so it's uh it's a great thing that paul and his uh his business partners are actually um you know bringing to the world now so it was really uh really great to uh to get a message from paul about coming on and i was really happy to have him come along for this special episode being number 50 so i hope you enjoy our conversation now just want to make special mention to Green Nutritionals that support the podcast. Um, Suppliers of green superfoods, great for our physical and mental health, so I really encourage you to check them out, greennutritionals.com.au. And we're also really excited to talk about our new primary partner, which is an organisation called Pure Life. Now, Pure Life make organic sprouted bread. Now, I was really keen to get Pure Life uh, on board to support the podcast because I know a lot of guys out there eat bread and a lot of gluten and um i know that that isn't great for our physical and mental health so pure life provides um excellent bread that is sprouted it's only got a few ingredients no chemicals or any of the fillers that a lot of traditional breads have so um they make you know awesome awesome um uh, range and variety from sweetbreads sour breads pizza bases and all that sort of stuff and it's available throughout australia so, I really encourage you to check out their website. It's just purelife.com.au. I think you'd be pretty impressed, and uh, you can get it uh, pretty well all around the country. So, check them out if you can, support them, and get that Brit into you because it's, uh, it's awesome stuff. All without further ado, we'll get uh, Paul on and get the conversation rolling. Paul Gleeser, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast.
1: Thank you for having me, Aaron. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Absolutely, mates. Uh, I feel like it's déjà vu for me because you're going through the, the parenting thing now with two kids, and, and I went through that um, quite a few years ago with uh, with infants. And I believe you've just got a four month old, sorry, a four week old now. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Well and truly deep in the in in the dad cave, I like to call it. Um, uh, you know, uh, being uh, doing, doing the uh, the early wake ups in the middle of the night and the uh, the feeds and all the good stuff, really, really connecting with the, the little one. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, Jude is my second child, and uh, he's just stepped into opening himself up into the world and realizing he's not in the womb anymore <laughs> at that four week mark. I know this was a long time uh, gone for you, Aaron, let say about 16 years ago for you, but, um, you know, at that moment when your, your child realises that, 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 that they are a part of the, this world, it's a magical time. Eye contact, smiling. You, you get to, to really have a magical connection with them. Mm, Wonderful.
0: Amazing, mate, isn't It not when you, it? When you think about it, you know, we, we're going to talk pretty deeply about this one, but as dads... We, we, we get caught up in work and all the stuff that we're doing to support the family and everything and we, we sometimes miss out on all those little things that you've just described and I'll give you, you know, my, my experience, I was sort of working and I was tired and I was getting woken up at night a fair bit and all that and I was going to work like, you know, like I was feeling hungover and grumpy and just, it was just like repeat, repeat, repeat sort of thing,
1: you know, how are you finding mm. it at the moment? Look, it's, it, it, you're, you're spot on and, and There's a balance associated with this. And um, sometimes it gets the better of you, I I, I must say. Sometimes I get stressed out in the middle of the night and knowing that I need to uh, be up early for for work the next day. But, you know, having a really supportive uh, environment around uh, to have just an amazing wife like Nat, my wife, to be able to um, keep the situation calm, Whatever calls for it, you know, just understanding that we're a team and being able to uh, be present with each other during um, these times um, to be able to support Jude and uh, my, my first child, Edie. Um, it's 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 no doubt a challenging time, but it's a time for growth as well. We're at the same.
0: Yeah, absolutely, mate. That's it's you're so lucky and um, I guess uh, you know fortunate to be able to discuss this topic openly. I. I, I, we're going to talk about our own experiences here I guess because that's important but certainly I know when I was going through that I, I wanted to reach out to people to talk about it but there was really no one else around um, uh, mm-hmm. like I, I my dad was probably not a great you know I suppose <laughs> person to go to with regards to this sort of stuff he had sort of that one-tracked uh, one-track mind with regards to, to, to being a man and that sort of stuff but um, he couldn't give me a lot of advice and i sort of couldn't go to any others i felt a bit uncomfortable doing that but at the same time i think my well-being really suffered and i wasn't able to um you know look after myself as well as i possibly could have
1: yeah uh, you know what you touched on there is so so important especially in generations in generations before us you know uh, I'm, I'm 39 years old as we speak today and i feel like just now uh, men are really just starting to uh, be courageous enough to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and uh, to, step, to step up and to, to, to um, ask for help with uh, people around them that are really, really looking to strive towards a common goal and, uh, you know, to be able to create community uh, is such a powerful place to, 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 to be able to, um, you know, push each other um, in the same direction and uh, I feel like our parents, you know, they were taught uh, to, to live life or our fathers, were, they were taught to live life a certain way and that gets passed on through generations and um, part of those teachings sometimes is not to, to, to feel, it's simply to just to do and I, I kind of fell into that, um, I think I fell into that, um, you know, immediately when my first child was born Eden uh, and uh, I I didn't think it was going to happen to me I dropped the ball when it came to being present I dropped the ball when it came to my health as well and I've been a health coach for uh, nearly 20 years and I thought the last person it was going to happen to would be me but uh, it's a really really incredibly um, um, uh, it's just a shift it's a, a shift and it's an experience of loss to a certain degree and that sounds weird because there's so many incredible things that are being added to your life, but there's certain independence that are getting lost as well when you transition into fatherhood. So it's such a massive, massive transition and it took a moment for me to really realize what was happening um, in my life and to be able to reach out for support for those around me yeah. and, um, uh, and and then to build on that, you know?
0: Oh, mate, absolutely. Uh, you, you, you're very lucky that you're in this uh, modern world uh, experiencing this now. And you're not that much younger than I really. But um, back back then, I think it was 2001, when I first became a father, it was still really, really foreign to actually be talking about this sort of stuff and having the conversations around it, you know, and um, um, yeah, I guess we go through a lot. We don't want to sort of put our shit on other people on how we're feeling and that sort of thing. And the, the easiest way to, to suppress things is just to open up a beer can, you know. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and you can easily fall, uh, fall down that rabbit hole unless you're careful.
1: You, you really can. You know, you talk about opening up a beer can and, you know, it happens in so many different ways. It can be beer cans, it can be ice cream, it can be... Um, anything to to just suppress those feelings, but um, I, I don't know about you, Aaron. But uh, in in my experience, with suppressing um, you know one's feelings, they they find a way to come to the surface at some stage, yeah. and if they're not dealt with uh, early on in the piece, um, you know they just seem to feed on themselves, and they seem to become more pronounced when they when they eventually do come to the surface.
0: Yeah, that that's exactly right, man. That's that's a really really good point. Um, uh, and a lot of us don't have the self awareness to actually realise what's going on. And when it does pop up, like as you said, coming to the surface is a really good way of putting it. Because yeah, suppress, suppress, suppress. But eventually the the lid is going to have to come off the bottle, and um, and you know things come out. And depending on the uh, the people you have around you and your partner, and um, other other people in your life, you know, the way they react to that could be, you know, quite negative because they're really not understanding what's going on within yourself. Would you agree?
1: Oh, without a doubt. And I, I think what what so many of us are realising, and I know I've I've gone through the journey of realising this, is you know, it's such a typical like male trait to try and fix things immediately. When they when you feel like they're not got the humming along nicely, I and mean, not even engaging in conversation or um, you know w- with your partner, et cetera, et cetera. and And, and what I've just re- learnt really in recent times is to just open up that conversation. If you're feeling like crap, if you're feeling vulnerable, if you're feeling like you know you're having toxic feelings and thoughts, to be able to open up that conversation so you're on the same page with those around you. Mm. And then uh, the dialogue just becomes kind of effortless, and you're on the same team. And to be able to work through uh, situations together as a team just makes um, these challenges and this, this this new life that we're stepping into so much more of a um, a thrill and a, a, and a gift, I suppose.
0: More conscious, yeah. I, I think it's interesting, Paul. Um I don't know whether a lot of guys out there have you know awesome relationships with their partners where they can talk open openly and honestly about their feelings um and I think this podcast is going to help expose more and more of that so guys know it's okay to talk about things and I was always really ambivalent because I I just always would feel like I'd get hit with a negative uh, reaction um and I, I just I just felt uncomfortable to talk about stuff and the suppressing uh, option, as you said, using a substance of some sort, is quite easy. Uh, that is the easy way. So, if 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 you felt uncomfortable talking to your partner, what would you recommend for someone to do?
1: Um, the first thing I, I would say is to reach out to a mate. You know, uh, we uh, have a, a platform um, called myself and, and and you know another uh, coach. Have a platform called Hero, and the basis of our, our platform really is to be able to create a, a vehicle for fathers to be um, on the same page and to be able to hold each other um, uh, with support and uh, and accountability to be able to nominate. Um, you know where it is they want to be able to travel, and the beautiful thing about um, you know. Uh, fathers going on this journey together is a lot of these dads have common goals so to be able to you know reach out to a mate and say this is the way i'm feeling um this is you know the the direction i want to head um a lot of a a lot of these dads have very very similar feelings so they can kind of talk it out together and have uh, a, a dialogue where, you know, you might be helping somebody with your words, but ultimately the conversation itself is going to be helping you as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's uh, it's really interesting. I, I do know about what you're doing, obviously. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sort of thinking back to, to you know, myself or some fathers that were, you know, in their early 20s that may not feel comfortable to talk about things to their mates. They could go to a platform like yours to be able to sort of ask questions and get uh, some guidance from others, but also look at others' experiences and be able to learn from them.
1: Mm. Uh, it, it's it's been it's been an incredibly uh, powerful lesson for, for us as facilitators and coaches as well to and you know for, i've I've learned so much from these incredible dads who have been in all sorts of um, vulnerable positions to be able to, to learn from these guys has been a tremendous tremendous honor and I, I would imagine Aaron um, like you know growing up as a as a man uh, you know however long long ago it, it was but then growing up in kind of um, I suppose regional uh, Victoria as well would have been like a, another step of Extreme masculinity, or uh, you know, uh, something like that. Would would that be accurate in saying?
0: Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, uh, you feel uh, the vulnerability thing was was never a uh, you know you could not show weakness primarily. If you had something going on in your life, you know, it was it was like shit. Who will find out about this? And and the judgment that might might come from that, uh, you know. Uh, but I guess at the moment in modern times, we're so lucky now to be able to have uh, access to people like yourself that can provide guidance and also platforms where you can go and sort of be in a safe environment where you can start to grow. Because if you keep, uh, you know, suppressing and keeping your lid on things, then you know it it doesn't seem to uh to improve. So, I I was going to ask you, Paul, like being 39, I suppose you were 36 when you first have become a father. You compare that to being 26 and maybe 19. How much you've actually changed as an individual? Do you think that your parenting skills, uh, you know, you're much more positioned now um, in your mid-thirties than what you would have been, say, with your mid-mid twenties or, or younger?
1: It's a good question. Uh, I've thought about it often, and I mean, there's, there's no doubt that I was, <laughs> I was a lot more reckless when I was in my twenties, without a doubt, and. I've been through the experience of you know just like being being on this earth and making a hell of a lot more mistakes and learning from those mistakes and repeating those mistakes and stir and repeat really, but um, but uh, I, I think just the benefit of experience, um, you know, being able to have tough conversations um, with people um, and, and then having that benefit. To be able to impart on onto your, your children and fatherhood has just been a, a, a wonderful gift like just knowing to be able to when, when to step back and when to like um you know when to just allow my children to just be even though uh, possibly um you know earlier on in my life i want to micromanage and yeah. want them to be a certain way yeah. uh, just to be able to step back and allow them to just be beautifully and, and, and honestly themselves oh, uh, is, is something that I'm I'm always learning every day to be able to do so what's your relationship like with your dad uh, my relationship with my dad yeah uh, I had a I have a great relationship with my dad he's a, he's a a wonderful beautiful man who uh is very loving in his own way. Uh he's definitely not uh, the kind of person that is uh somebody that displays love in a typically kind of uh feminine fashion. He's definitely, you know, kind of you know, loves the footy, works hard. He he he, he definitely embodies what a typically um you know masculine traits for for somebody who was born in the early 50s yeah, you know? yeah. um but he, he his his loyalty and his uh love is displayed in in very very clear fashion it's just you know i just need to you just need to speak his language
0: Yeah, it's tricky mate because the intergenerational fatherhood uh thing is quite real like your dad or my dad learned from his dad and his dad before them and so forth. But I really believe in something, uh, which is called seven generational cycle. So I believe we're in a time now where if we haven't had great parenting, uh, we can break that cycle and then pass on, you know, some love and wisdom and all the good stuff to the next seven generations, uh, that are, are to come. So to be able to use wow. our, our lived experience and, and skills to, um, you know, pass it on to our kids, so we're not just going through the same stuff that you know we might have learned from our dads. And mind you, a lot of guys out there have got problematic behaviours which are caused by uh, you know, the parenting that they had, and that's probably seen dad drinking too much, so they drink too much, and it's just uh, it's a cycle that keeps continuing. But I just think we've got a really good opportunity now to be able to help people break some of the cycles which are. Uh, maybe um, unhealthy in some ways and, and then start to, you know, pass on um, better lifestyle behaviours to, um, to to their kids and, and beyond that.
1: And and that's why the, the work that you're doing is so important as well. And, you know, like being able to have, um, you know, a safe place set up for men to be able to express themselves and to be able to support each other, grow and to feel and to um, really embody like you know, masculinity in a you know in a modern kind of uh, world uh, is is such a powerful thing to be able to um, you know just 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 be present with because it was considered taboo uh, for so long and uh, you know for you to be able to say or for you to be able to act in such a way to for people to understand that it's okay to feel that it's okay to uh, be vulnerable and it's, it's okay to express your emotion, there's no greater gift. Mm,
0: yeah, I agree, mate. And I guess, yeah, I really appreciate your kind words. The more I think about it, um, I'm, I'm almost 50, I'm 50 this year, but I've gone through life corporate-wise and, you know, I've seen a lot of people around me that are Quite good people, but they're very, very, you know, governed and strict with their their behaviours and approach. And they would never be comfortable opening up about things for fear of judgment and so forth. And a lot of the leaders that I'd had uh, were pretty much like that. Um, and you know, if you've got that leadership at home with uh, with your your father, uh, then you really don't know any other way. And the, the 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 fear of being vulnerable is just taboo. It's it's so difficult, but. I just know underneath all of us, um, as men, we all have some form of trauma that we get stuck in, and that might be minor or major, uh, but that can really keep playing over and over and over in our minds. And uh, mm-hmm. if we one day have the ability to say no, I need to do something about this, then you know address it, and then find the people and supports around you which can, um, you know, help open that up. And I guess you know the podcast here is. To, to be able to provide a platform where people like yourself and others can come along and share their experiences and what they've actually gone through in life so uh, people can maybe see within themselves what's going on or what's going on with, within someone else. And, and that actually gives them empowerment to, um, to, to move forward rather than stay stuck.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think every piece of content that you bring out and every connection that you make, sometimes uh, sometimes we lose sight of the fact that uh, you know connecting with a single person um, can feel like small but it's such a powerful step to be able to uh, you know have that follow-on butterfly effect and just to be able to energetically express yourself and to to, 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 to be able to um, you know to, to guide people the way the way you're doing is just it's it's a very cool thing to be able to do uh.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I You know, Paul, the things that we... I always talk about this. We, we just become educated to support the economy and, and what we're going to be and what we have and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I'm really grateful that we're able to have this conversation about being a father because we weren't taught that, you know, at school. And, and your dad um, did things a certain way that might not have worked for you as an individual in this modern age. But the, 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 the simple things like, uh, you know, being able to love someone, being a husband, a father, uh, all those sorts of things, uh, aren't really, uh, you know, taught to us or, or sort of uh, explained to us. Uh, we've got to find out ourselves, and that's why there's there's so much imbalance and failure with broken marriages. And I'm 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 part of that too because I I lack self awareness when I um, uh, you know split up with my wife, and uh, if I had have known some of the things that I. I do know now then that may not have occurred so you know, being able to pass on things to others where you can help um, raise awareness I, I think is really what I would have liked um, as I sort of you know come through my journey uh, in, in lots of ways so we're really lucky in modern times to be able to to do this um uh, whereas you know 20 30 years ago it wasn't there but also it's actually uh being able to be open enough to let people know that it's okay to listen to these sorts of things and give them autonomy to do it in their own time
1: yeah totally and and you know you touched on a a great point about like uh into intergenerational wisdom you know my my father uh he 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 uh, communicates things in a very Kim way, and I suppose over decades of being very very close to him, I understand the way he communicates, and I understand what his intention and meaning is behind it. But there are a lot of people that I suppose aren't in as, as, as fortunate upbringing with their fathers as I have been. But uh, with every experience and, and I suppose moving on to your relationship with, with your uh, children, you know, everything I've realised with young, young kids, they're sponges. They're like complete and utter sponges. If you come home frustrated from work, or something's happened to piss you off in, in, in the day and you come home and you drag your chin around the, uh, you know, the, the place, that they pick up on that and they absorb that. But likewise, if you, you're making a conscious effort to come home, you take your phone out of your pocket, you put it in a drawer and you just make an, an effort to be 100% present with your children. The benefits associated, I just, I just see them over and over and over again. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect because, um, you know, sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes I have things in the back of my mind where it, it really does, um, you know, eat at me as I'm as I'm coming home. But like, if you set an intention to be able to be present with your kids and be present with your family, you're not just affecting your own life. You're not just affecting your kids' life. You're actually affecting your grandkids' lives because you. you you're teaching your kids these principles of living that are going to be passed on for many gen- generations after you.
0: Yeah, I agree, mate. I need to share something really personal with you, and I only really started to talk about this on the weekend, and I feel compelled to do this because it'll really help myself, but I, when when I, I, I had to leave my kids um, when they were sort of 15 and and 12 uh, to, to move back to Victoria... Um, just for for to be around my own dad because he had no one um and i knew then that i did not want to be the influence on them that i was on my dad was on me um so i knew i'd be probably a better father away from them than what i would be with them and that's that's really really difficult for me to say but um I, I I knew in that in that in that age between sort of, you know, uh, early teens to late teens, my dad wasn't the best influence on me and I went off track and I was really, really scared about that. I was really scared that I would I would follow the same thing because I could see myself doing exactly what you were saying, go to work, uh, come home and still feel frustrated and still keep going around on, on the wheel and uh, I just didn't have the supports around me that um, that, that could you know, help me with that. I was doing a lot of my the things on my own, um, and uh, and that was that was really heartbreaking. But at the same time, I was able to spend time with my dad that which I would never have got, and I really started to heal um, through that period. A lot of the resentment that I actually had um, from within uh, that had been you know, stored up for a long time, and my dad is a really beautiful man but he just never really understood what it was like to be a father himself. And, uh, and that sort of come through to me and I didn't want to be the same influence, um, yeah. on my kids. So our relationship, uh, is really good, you know, uh, with, with my boys. Um, but they knew that I had to do what I had to do. And I explained to them, are you okay if I go back? And, and they were, but, um, you know, I, I've missed out on a lot of that time, but, um, but primarily I had this fear inside me that um, that uh, I needed to um, move away to, to help break that cycle because I didn't want to pass on to my kids what actually was passed on to me. And I reckon a lot of that sort of come from my dad's dad and beyond.
1: Mm. So it's funny funny how life worked out, how things are kind of becoming full cycle, full cycle uh, for you. But... Uh, I bet you didn't anticipate, uh, you know, the dynamics that have kind of manifested right now. No, that, that's right. When you were a younger man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I guess um, that that's all been part of the growth phase because if I didn't make that decision and other decisions, then I wouldn't have been able to grow, I would have stayed stuck and the easy option of going to work and going home and having a beer and just repeating that cycle that would have been passed on to mm. my, my kids as well, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. I just didn't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. So I just knew I would be a better, better leader and a better father if I was able to, to guide from afar in some ways. And when our time to, is together, it's really special. Um, but yeah. I, I reckon, I reckon there's a lot of doubt in dads out there. You know, we, we just don't know whether we're doing it right or, um, you know, we, we want the best intentions and we, we want to do the right thing. But, sometimes we we just feel a bit um a bit uh, uncomfortable with it all and yeah that that's 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 a feeling that i that i had you know um and you know i i had some tremendous moments with my kids all, all through them growing up uh but i was away from home a lot with work uh you know i was traveling around uh, the country pretty much consistently and when i get home i was buggered and um They want the best of you, and it's really hard to draw that out when your batteries are really flat sometimes.
1: Yeah, and look, uh, uh, fatherhood and the the experience of life just looks different for so many people, and uh, it sounds like your experience uh, of fatherhood has just led you to where you are now, and it sounds like you have a a really uh, strong relationship with your children and your father uh, right now. And, um, you know, the way that the dynamic that has manifested has
0: supported that. Yeah, I agree, mate. And I'm just thinking, like, my my oldest son finished year 12. I said, look, you do whatever it is you want to do. You know, you need to find something you're passionate about. And I've taken him around the world traveling and shown him different things and all that. And uh, these are the things that I missed out on when I was a young boy. And I would have loved those opportunities. So... He took a year off, and, and he's just started an apprenticeship uh, last week. Um, you know, he, he basically went through the soup of uh, of trying to figure out what what he what he wanted to do, and he's he's got into that now, and um, I'm really proud of him. And my youngest son is the same. I'm saying to him, like he's in year eleven just do what you want, you know, don't worry about the grades, all this, that and the other too much, it's just about finding your way in life now, that's not going to be important in the future and all the stress and anxiety that gets put on kids these days is, is too much, it's, it's, we expect too much of our young people, you know, I believe young, young kids should be starting school later, those teenagers need to sleep in longer, um, their bodies are growing, they're, 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 they're not conscious when they're going to school so early, so we've got to be really respectful of that um, so that's a bit of a tip for, for some fathers out there with regards to that, if you've got teenagers, just be really mindful of what they're going through because lots is happening in their body and in their, in their minds, which we may not, um, you know, observe or experience. We were probably going through that stage ourselves and we were called weak and all that sort of stuff, but no one really understood what was mm-hmm. going on within us. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree with you, and it sounds like you're really um, well invested, like, uh, emotionally in this space, and I mean, the the little that I know about, uh, you know, the development of children and and teenagers' brains, you're absolutely spot on, and there's so much pressure associated in, uh, you know, a 17-year-old expected to know what he could do with the rest of his life, and but, uh, I mean, obviously being a, a 40 and a 50 year old sitting here having a conversation over the phone now, I mean, we know that that's not the case, it's, a, it's not the be all and end all of life, but being as a 17 year old in your VCE or ATAR, I don't know what it's called now, but, uh, you know, you feel like you're, the entire future of your universe rests on your shoulders. Mm. And that's a lot of pressure for a 17 year old.
0: Absolutely, mate. You're in fight or fight consistently then. And, you know, mate, I I really believe, you know, the agenda behind the education system is to keep people tense and in fear and alert. And, uh, you know, that's not healthy for a kid to come through uh, into adult life because they're taking that into their adult life and they're they're going into a job and they've got that anxiety immediately. And and my real vision and purpose is to try and give people tools so they can actually manage that anxiety but also be really self-aware and conscious enough to not... uh, to, to not sort of, you know, take the wrong path. And, um, yeah, this is where I, as I mentioned before, I think we've got that, that, that moment in time now where we can sort of disrupt a lot of those, uh, behavioral patterns, which a lot of us, you know, traditionally, um, uh, experience. And, um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an amazing thing life. We, we don't have to go down a pathway that's that, that's set for us if we choose to, um, maybe look, explore things a little bit differently and, I guess you know, as I said, you're a bit younger than me, but the pathways are much more open now than what they were when when we were sort of coming through that adolescent stage and into adulthood to really find our passion and what we we really want to do with life.
1: Yeah, uh, and and we're 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 spoiled for um, I suppose choices right now as to where we choose to. Um, to guide ourselves, and I suppose the challenge um, in today's day and age is to, uh, to ask the right questions, uh, uh, to, so we can uh, immerse ourselves in people that are going to and communities that are going to kind of uh, harness our development. Um, and, and that's that's a challenge in itself because there's so much choice out there as a youngster now. Whereas when we were growing up, there were you know the world was a lot smaller.
0: Yeah, oh absolutely, yeah, it certainly is and you've got access to the world uh, in a device in your hand to be able to see what you're doing but uh, I guess you know, getting clear and, and having a vision of what you really want to do uh, is important and what I'm doing now I really wanted to do when I was a young fella but I never knew the pathway to get there. I never had the marks at the end of the university at the time to be able to study social work or uh, any of those sorts of things that may have been able to help humanity but At the same time, the lived experience and the life experience has been, you know, tremendously valuable with regards to just following a a pathway, which I might not not have been aligned with uh, as well, you know, and I'm just interested to know what you did when you you finished school and was that your passion or did you basically work your way into what you're doing now um, as you sort of become more aware of what it was you were trying to or wanting to do?
1: Um, Yeah, so when I I finished uh, school, I... uh, I completed a business degree in marketing and media communications, and I probably did that because it was like the the expected <laughs> thing to do, you know yeah. from a you know from a from an upbringing of like a I don't know like a like a middle class kind of uh, upbringing and uh, it's like you know you go to school, you get certain marks and then you you go to uh, go to university but pretty soon uh, I've got to say i, I this was I just realised I, I, it was almost like I was uh, asphyxiated by the experience of um, being in that in, environment. And, um, you know, the moment I handed, like the day I handed in my last, my final exam for, 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 for my business uh, course, I went to a footy game that night and I woke up the next day and I went straight to do my personal training course. Mm-hmm. And health and wellbeing... Has always been a, um, a a real kind of um, passion of mine from a very very young age, mm. and I suppose from the physical and, uh, and I truly believe that like you can you can work um, you know your 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 mind body relationship from the from the bottom up or from the or from the top down and um, my experience has been from the bottom up. I learned to. Uh, I suppose, um, I learned a lot about my mind through my body and, uh, my connection with my body, I, using it as a, as a tool. Um, I played football, I competed in, um, various different, uh, sports and pursuits and I just really enjoyed using my, my body in that sense. And, um, through that, I, I developed a, suppose a, a, a connection with my mind and, uh, and um, we uh, are using the mind and the body with our, our hero platform to be able to, um, I suppose, guide uh, this community of fathers to become better human beings so they can be better dads, better role models for their kids and better partners for their, uh, for their, their partners.
0: Right, mm, unbelievably uh, said. I think you, you've, got, you've got some really valuable um, skills and knowledge to be able to, to a support and help other fathers, uh, that are sort of coming into into this uh, new experience, to be able to um, learn from from someone like you, uh, that, that have sort of gone through a fair chunk of your life without having kids, and then sort of having them sort of in your mid thirties and what you've actually experienced, and just the importance of keeping your well being in check. And I always had the, the the feeling and thought like, if I drop in tomorrow, it's going to affect everyone around me, but. You know, if if a father's uh, able to step up and look after their physical and mental health better, then everyone will benefit from that. You know, rather than working themselves into the ground. Would you agree?
1: It's like such an important. What what you what you said just there is probably one of the most important things a, a, a parent will ever hear. Yet yeah, so many so many parents act in the opposite of fashion. You know. Um, to be able to look up, it's that whole oxygen mask, um, you know, predicament that we find ourselves, if, we, if the plane's going down, do you put the oxygen mask on your child or do you put it on you first? Mm. You put it on yourself first so you can then care for those around you because, you know, without you being healthy, uh, uh, fit, uh, um, you know, uh, balanced in mind and body um, and spiritually, what, what can you pass on to your children?
0: That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, I had the realization, you know, 10 or 12 years ago, um, you know, unless you're physically happy, healthy and mentally well, then, then no one benefits around that. You know, if you're in, you're in sort of second gear or third gear consistently and not being able to get to sixth, um, no one's going to really get the best you. But at the same time, my, my real passion now is to try and get people from sixth back to neutral again, so we're not stressed and anxious as much, you know. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a real juggling act, life, particularly in modern society, um, with all the all the bells and whistles and stimulation and and you know uh, draws for our attention that are that are going on out there. It's. Um, it's yeah it's, it's such an important thing and, and mate we weren't put on this earth just to make money get a super and die as always so we've got so much more to contribute not only just for ourselves to, to keep physically and mentally well but also to be happy and healthy and doing what we love and it sounds like you are actually doing something that you really love and passionate about
1: yeah well look if you, if you it sounds like a cliche but if you can you know you can if you can find A tremendous amount of purpose in what it is that you're doing for a living then it just doesn't really feel like work you know like there are there's tasks that you need to complete but ultimately if your vision and your mission behind it is aligned with your own personal uh vision and mission then uh you're really just uh existing in cadence with, with with you know with yourself and you wake up every day and you want to you want to express yourself truly wholly and honestly. And um, that's, that's been a, a, a wonderful and profound kind of shift for me because I have gone from the corporate world where I, I came out of university and I worked in, in the corporate world uh, for, for a short while but really quickly realised that, that I was not living my truth. And um, I had, uh, I, I suppose, uh, as a young man, um, some... Some pretty heavy anxiety attacks. Um, I probably didn't know they, what they were at the time, but they were really debilitating. And you know, I suppose intuitively, I realised that uh, the environment that I was in at that very point in time was toxic for me, and I needed to step away and and follow what my what my passion was and turn that into purpose. And I suppose. Uh, twenty years later, here we are. It's it, it, it evolves, and I suppose life evolves day by day, year by year, and until you know, we just, we just keep on keeping on.
0: That's right, and and I I think we're only at the start of the journey, mate. Now with what you're doing, and geez, you've got so much more to give. Um, at thirty nine, you know, to be able to help, support, and uh, and, and keep others uh, physically, immensely well, Paul. So I'm I'm really grateful. You know, that we've had this conversation. How can people get hold of you if they want to touch base and learn about your Hero and the services that you're providing?
1: Uh, And thank you for your kind words, Aaron. Likewise, it's been an absolute honour to have a chat with you and uh, to to learn more about your life and uh, it's been just wonderful. Um, The best way uh, to contact um, myself uh, would be probably to flick me an email at... uh, Paul at Hero.CM uh, Or uh, Hello at Hero.CM And our And our Website is www.hero.CM uh, So that's com Without the O Right no, And no. Um, So and I was just Going to say uh, Part of uh, What we do uh, Because of The You know As we were Talking about Purpose Is that uh, we we just love to have conversations with um, men and fathers alike who are feeling like they want to um, take a step in, in in a different direction, and they they need uh, guidance, or if they feel like they um, you know need that little bit more help, accountability, and guidance. We we love to just get on the blow with them and uh, have a yarn about what challenges. Um, they are experiencing their own personal context and their own personal uh, fabric of life, mm. and, and and just find some really practical ways to be able to uh, digest it and see if we can um, you know find a path for them.
0: Yeah, mate, that, that's awesome. Um, look, I, I really, I really hope uh, it's hard to say. Many people who are going to be listening to this are in that uh, fatherhood space, but I really hope if uh, if you are, you can reach out with Paul or to Paul, or if you know someone that's going through. Fatherhood at the moment um, get this podcast to them and, and maybe get them to uh, touch base Paul Do you have social media as well like uh, Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and, and that too?
1: Yeah, yeah, we do so the best uh, I can send you some links if you want before you before you get it out So you can work in the show notes, but uh, uh, the best way to contact us um, through I'm just, I'm just getting it up now, actually. Um, the Instagram is, uh, it, it, it's called, uh, the, the tag is hero underscore dad underscore life. Uh, and I'll, I can shoot you that link if you want. Uh, and um, probably Facebook's the best uh, way to be a part. We, we have this really, uh, uh, I believe, a really, really value-rich um Group that we started a while uh, a, a while back that is just uh, you know it's just grown uh, and and uh, with abundance and we just love it so much and we love to be able to you know have, have dialogue and to support dads uh, in in pursuits. and that's called the art of healthy dads.
0: Okay.
1: So if you jump on uh, if you jump on Facebook and and you type in the art of healthy dads. You'll just uh, be, able, be able to send through a request to us and we'd, we'd be happy to, uh, you know, you just answer a couple of questions and then uh, we'd love to accept you into the group and you can join the conversation, uh, you can uh, assist with other men who, uh, and fathers who want to be a better versions of themselves and likewise uh, we hope that you get value out of it as well.
0: Mate, that sounds really, really awesome. Um, Oh, I'm, I'm um, really, really grateful to hear what you're doing, mate, and um, I just think it's it's, it's going to help support a lot of people out there, um, and I really encourage you to, to, to talk about what Paul does within your community so uh, people can be more aware of, uh, of the, the services that they're providing. So, mate, um, really, really appreciate uh, the conversation, mate, and uh, hopefully it gets out to lots of people and uh, people touch base with you and, um, and really learn from what you're doing, but also learn from other new fathers around the country.
1: Aaron, it's been such a pleasure uh, having a chat with you and learning about your own uh, life and uh, all the incredible uh, things that you're doing as well. So thanks again. And uh, yeah, thanks for your time.
0: Appreciate it, mate. Guys, hope you got a a bit from that conversation. Jeez, uh, Paul, you know, a really courageous young man to be able to talk about this stuff uh, and get this stuff going um, like he has now uh such an important thing and i really encourage you to, to touch base with him um, and utilize some of the platforms uh as i said if you're going through parenthood, or you're uh you know someone that is you know getting this information or get some some details through to them if you want to touch base with me my email is supported at website at backmind.com.au please support our, our new uh partner which is pure life bakeries uh that make awesome organic spouted bread so check them out purelife.com.au and also nutritionals.com.au if you're looking to get some awesome organic supplements into your body have a great uh good evening morning or wherever it is you're watching or sorry listening to this guys and appreciate your support get it out there to a few people and uh more good stories of, uh, of others to come cheers